What's up, everybody, and welcome to the very third episode of the Backlog Podcast. My name is Aaron Stichter, and today, joined by, once again... Jess Seth, how's it going? Jess Seth. <laughs> I can't talk. That was horrible. No, I don't know. It's okay. Uh, mm. This week on the Backlog Podcast, yes. we're going to be talking about two different games. I have one. Seth has one. That's how it works on this podcast. That's how it works it's, on it's this podcast, goes. and uh, we're pretty excited to talk about these games. Um, but first... yeah. Just so that we, we have, can have a little icebreaker. Random for this week, crap right? to talk about. We have some random crap to Go talk about. It. We just yeah. talked for probably 10 minutes about Androids. <laughs> we should have recorded it. Yeah, we, we, was... we really should have recorded because it was a very interesting conversation. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but I want to talk about my PC and then Seth is going to talk about. No, something. I don't. I don't have anything. <laughs> Seth doesn't have anything. I changed my mind. This week, uh, I bought some new things for my PC, hey, nerd. which I'm so excited about. Okay. It's going to help my, my gaming backlog playthroughs sure tremendously yeah trust me I bet. all right i'm mm-hmm. getting 250 more watts in my power supply wow. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding that oh i mean i'm not kidding i am but that's not gonna help me i bought two things so i had playing with power i had eight gigabytes of ram okay all right running at 2400 megahertz poultry okay how could you live like that it's dog crap <laughs> all right and now i have upgraded to a sweet sweet can you guess Actually, you saw I'm it. guessing 32. 32 gigabytes of RAM. It is insane, That's isn't so it? Much RAM. it? It doesn't sound real when I say to myself, hey, I have 32 gigabytes of RAM on my no computer. I have no idea what that is. That's a lot. No, but like, what even is RAM? What even like, is how, ran, how random, does it help? random access memory or something like that? I know it helps in, in, in like loading things. Right. But like, well, so like information is stored. RAM is like super, super fast storage. Sure. So bits of information like from the computer is like stored in the ram so that things will get loaded faster so does that mean that your games will like load faster so like i think textures and different rain like random things from the i don't sure. know exactly yeah. but like different things from the game will be put onto your ram and so that it can be loaded faster so it'll be just like better i guess and then so you Unsure depends on the it depends on the game and like what your settings are uh-huh. like if you have really high settings on a game um, and you have like or you're playing at a really high resolution and sure. everything like that. You probably need more RAM so that it can hold all those textures and all the information, whatever, in the RAM. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that it'll just be faster. But if you're like so for certain games, like really old games, you don't need 32 yeah, gigabytes I'm, I'm, of RAM. I, am I don't need yeah. 30 gigabytes, 32 gigabytes of RAM for probably any game that I'm playing at the yeah. moment, yeah. or that has been even it's released. Been much. It's been but much. at least it's not. Have you seen the Apple? pros or whatever that the mac pros the, the new ones the, the fifty thousand dollar ones the cheese creator one? yeah the cheese yeah. creator ones yeah dude you can get like a terabyte of ram in those and you're trying to tell me that 32 gigabytes what? is too much it is a lot <laughs> games what are the games these days like what eight and that's it uh four sometimes no, 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 no. 16 no no yeah I have no idea how much RAM I have. 16 gigabytes is I kind of want to look it up. basically it's not standard but like it's getting there to be standard at this point you probably have eight gigabytes i probably do honestly in in our like in our phones we have three gigabytes in iphones and some phones have like eight eight. yeah eight gigabytes that's not too bad but one eight that's it just eight yeah well i only had eight before and it was fine but now i have 32 and i'm not a peasant anymore so (laughs) yeah yeah, there's a big difference oh also so a few months ago, mm-hmm. I thought my graphics card was messed up. Yeah. So I sent it I back. Remember you bitching really yeah, hard about it. I was so mad because <laughs> I sent it back. He tweeted at They them. were like, yeah. Zotac was like, they sent me an email back. They're like, yeah, it's broken. We'll send you a new one. Mm-hmm. All right. I was like, great. It mm-hmm. took me like a month for them to send me back a new one. So that. I was playing on Intel HD graphics. I was playing <laughs> CSGO for literally a straight month because that was the only game that I could run on my intel hd graphics you poor thing they finally <laughs> sent me one back i put it into my computer i was having the same issue and i was like you sent me another broken card i'm pissed i sent it back and then it took me another month for them to say hey this graphics card that you just sent back yeah it's not broken we're sending it back to you so i was mm-hmm. like great that card wasn't broken that means that you something else so in my yeah something else in my computer is, is broken sure so when i got that back i trouble like i did some troubleshooting or whatever mm-hmm. realized that it was my ram and when i first bought my computer back in 2016 i overclocked my ram from 2400 to 3200 of course mm-hmm. and then 
uh, obviously it like degrades over time, and you uh, you have no idea. Obviously, what I'm talking about. <laughs> Seth yeah. is giving me like the weirdest look. He has no idea what I'm talking about. But mm. I'm gonna continue anyway. I gotta finish my story. All right. So yeah. I overclocked it to 3200. It degrades over time, so I I underclocked it back to its base uh, standard, which was 2400. Obviously, and then it worked fine. But 2400 is not super fast, and also eight gigabytes is not a whole lot. That again, like I said, 16 is getting to be more standard for newer games, so I wanted to upgrade anyways. And RAM now is super cheap. I bought like I bought 32 gigabytes for 150 dollars, and literally <laughs> that's so cheap. Literally, no, no, listen. <laughs> literally, last year uh-huh. you could buy you could only buy like 16 for 175. So like yeah. I got a steal out of this RAM, and it runs at 3200 standard. So I could overclock it even higher than that if I wanted to, but I'm not going to sure because I don't want to mess up my uh, uh, my my RAM. I want it to last me for more than four years, like what it did. But yeah, I'm excited. Okay, so now I got two small questions before. <laughs> okay, no, 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 no. talking about this. One, why would you upgrade RAM when you still have this baby ass small little no 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 bitch no no, no. I'm keyboard? Gonna, I'm gonna I'm talking I'm getting there. So small, I'm getting it there. Can't do anything. Trust me, trust me. Big news. All right, so. Mm-hmm. The keyboard that I have right now, just in case you guys are wondering, is the Ann Pro. It's, it's the wireless. size of an iPhone. It is way bigger than an <laughs> iPhone. It is. It's a sixty percent, so it doesn't have like a number pad or arrow keys or anything like that. It's very small. It's wireless. It's supposed to be portable, so that you can take it on the go and use it on your laptop and that kind of stuff. Uh-huh. That's the point of it. Also, it looks really nice. It's kind of dirty right now. It's dirty. All right, don't look at it. But it's full RGB. All right, it's really nice. I love this keyboard. But, but listen to me, <laughs> listen, my, the micro USB on the back that mm-hmm. it's, it's needed to plug into so that you could use your wire wired, sure. um, it's broken. So like, I'm trying to play games right now if and lag. it'll, well, if you're playing wired, wireless, yeah. sorry, it'll lag a yeah. lot actually. So I always play wired and it like it just keeps plugging in and, and unplugging and plugging in and unplugging you get that little like from oh, like the yeah, windows sure so uh yeah i need it and i've tried different like this is the one right here that's the that's the normal micro usb He's that i use mm-hmm. and then i plugged in a different one you still and pointing. I'm still having the <laughs> same issues <laughs> so yeah i just just today i bought a new keyboard new keycaps because i'm is it big size it is a normal size keyboard you're gonna like it it comes on tuesday i'm so excited is it colorful it is colorful and the keycaps are like beautiful okay the little you know italian keep going (laughs) yeah (laughs) okay so that's that's the other thing and then i said the power supply so not super huge on the power supply or Uh nothing nothing big power supply right now i have 500 watts uh and it's not modular it's like just a normal one and You're then i just bought to pc weekly a, <laughs> i just bought a 750 watt uh 80 plus gold certified modular power supply from evga uh it was beautiful it was on sale it was only 100 bucks that's why i bought it uh yeah. if you would like some more pc news next week please <laughs> let us know because i am all about talking pcs all right i'm really and happy I, for you yeah it's, it sounds thank like you so it's, much. it's a big thing for you thank you, you. I, this is this is huge yeah and eventually i'm gonna upgrade my cpu because my cpu is pretty old too it's an i5 6600k overclocked to 4.5 gigahertz i'm just doing this at this point just to annoy seth because seth has no idea what i'm talking about but yeah i'm gonna upgrade a, a whole lot of other stuff sure. on my pc now because it's kind of getting old. My PC is like four years old now. So, wow. which is not, I mean, I could make it last for like eight, but who cares? You know what I mean? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. PCs are great, yeah. aren't they? Mm-hmm. Don't you just love PCs? About mm-hmm. two months ago, I was saying I'm going to sell my PC and buy a console because I hate PCs, <laughs> but now I love them because I got 32 gigabytes of RAM in my PC. Let's go. The new ones though, they're going to have teraflops they're good yeah tons of teraflops hella teraflops just, 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 just stacks just of so many teraflops mm-hmm. overflowing I, I can't wait i don't i i don't even have that many teraflops in my pc yeah and you, you suck for it actually i don't know Get what good. a teraflop is if i'm honest wow really you mr pc i don't think anyone knows what a teraflop does if we're being the honest. higher the number the better it is also do you know who linus uh linus from linus tech tips is like on youtube 
Probably not. No idea. You don't. I know PC people know exactly who I'm talking about. All right. Uh, he. I saw. I saw a picture on Reddit of him being like, "Hey, console players, enjoy your SSDs. 2010 was amazing, or something like that." Because <laughs> it's like we've had S. That's good, actually. That's yeah. good. <laughs> like we've had SSDs for literally a decade, and they're actually great. So I'm. I'm glad the consoles are finally so getting PS4 SSDs. Doesn't have an SSD. It doesn't have an S. It has a That's hard insane. drive. Which is yeah, it's actually it was insane. 2013 when it was. You feel like they would have already yeah. had. Yeah, you 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 would think that they would already <laughs> have SSDs. Like it was three years on, and you could put in an SSD into your PS4, and like you can download the OS off of PlayStation's website and everything, and just install it if you want to. Huh. But that means that you have to install it yourself, and you don't. It just doesn't come standard, sure. which is ridiculous. <sighs> you done? Consoles suck. You good? <laughs> Consoles suck. No, I'm just kidding. I am done. Okay. Oh, I'm so ready to talk about Those, these games. Oh you, yeah, I'm sure. You could talk about wait. You t- we t- you talked about Cuphead first last yeah. time. You go first this time. So I'll t- I'll go first this time. Yeah. All right. So this week, just like I said last week at the the end of the episode, I'm talking about Subnautica Ooh, specifically under the sea. The specifically <laughs> um below zero, mm-hmm. which is the second one. It's not officially out yet. So like, if you're on consoles, it's not on consoles yet. Uh, it's just on PC. It's in early access. Uh, um, so that's the one that I've been playing. I think it. I think it released, like it, it became open beta uh, last year, last March maybe, something like that. I can't remember, but right. it's been out for a while. It's gotten a bunch of updates. Um, I remember playing it when it first came out. I tweeted about it. You, I mean, you wouldn't have seen this, <laughs> but I tweeted about it when I first when it first got announced, and I was like, dude, this is gonna be great. I played the first Subnautica. Subnautica, but cold. Exactly. That's exactly what it is, and it's fantastic. Yeah. I played the first Subnautica uh, back when that one was in early access before it got released Jeez. back in 2018. You're an so, OG yeah, fan. I'm an, I'm an yeah. OG fan. All right. I didn't play it in like – I'm pretty sure you could play the alpha. I didn't play it back in like 2014. Don't, I didn't do that. Don't Google it. You know I don't, no, <laughs> okay, I'm not going to – It's right here. All right. I got, oh, yeah, I got all my yeah. notes. That's what I was opening. All right. Okay. So let me – Small note. I actually have played Snaga before. Really? With my friend. He might Inter- be listening. On I'm PC? not sure. Yes, on PC. Ah, so, so now you're a PC I've, fan. I've played like, wow. like okay. five hours of it. Yeah, I, that's a decent amount. I I got to the ship. Okay. I, I couldn't go in because I died or whatever. I don't know. Right. And then like the save file died. Or I deleted something like that. The what? Oh, the save. Because oh. like his PC died. Or oh, rip. But yeah, I have experience knowing what's what what's what's what it is and like right. how to play it and that kind of stuff. Yeah, and so here, let me get into it. Let me okay, kind of okay. lay out the groundworks. If you have no idea what we're talking about, go for it. Subnautica is a um, is a survival game that again fully released in 2018. So I'm pretty sure it's on both consoles, uh, obviously on PC. Um, and basically, what you do is at the beginning of the first one. All right, so when I say Subnautica. I'm talking about the first one. When I talk about below zero, that's the second one. Okay. Just to kind of differentiate mm-hmm. the two, because I'm going to talk about both. Yeah. All right. So Subnautica, uh, again, released in 2018. When you first start up the game, it says press any button to continue. Uh, and then it is dark. <laughs> Sorry. I've like tried to explain it. It's, it's dark. Mm-hmm. You hear some noises. You're like, oh shoot, what's happening? You hear like beeping and people talking. Then all of a sudden you get launched out from an escape pod on this huge freaking ship. And all you see is you look up and you see yourself falling from the ship towards this planet. Uh, Things are like exploding all over everywhere. It's really loud. It's intense. You get hit in the head. You're knocked out. You wake up. uh, Your life pod is on fire. So you have to like pick up a fire extinguisher, uh, put out the fires. And then finally you open up the hatch to your life pod. You climb up the ladder. And you look out to an ocean in every single direction. Uh, there's no land anywhere in sight. Um, it is super scary and it's like super intense. Uh, and then finally you look over and then there's the big ship uh, in the water on fire, all destroyed. And you're thinking, what happened here? Um, and then you take your first leap into the ocean and some cool music's playing. And it's like awesome. You got like this little uh, PDA. Um, and it like, it, it's like a little tablet and it has your inventory. It has all your, your crafting recipes. It has like all your voice memos and then also all the lore. 
So when you go out and you find new things, a mm-hmm. uh, little a little lore um, dialogue box will like pop up, um, and you can click on it and then read through like what this is, mm-hmm. um, and a whole bunch of yeah. It's just it's really cool. Like it's super in depth, um, and I really enjoy that. Uh, later on in the game, you get like this little scanner, and you can start scanning things to get more lore. Uh, from objects and that's also how you unlock different crafting recipes and stuff so okay so do you like that the, do the, i like the that lore part of stuff um yeah like, i think it's really interesting is 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 that like a motivating factor to be playing the game oh i'm gonna get more things to read um not not for everything mm-hmm. so not for like the fish all right because sure it's because there's hundreds of different types i'm not okay not hundreds but there's like a bunch of different yeah there's like more. <laughs> there's a bunch of different fish that you can go out and and, and see and i like you kind of just realize which ones you can eat which ones you can cook and which ones you should stay away from <laughs> and uh and then that's about it but when it comes to the story um like what happened how you crash landed onto this uh alien planet mm. um yeah everything about that i'm all into because it it gives you a little bit like if you don't read any of the lore you know kind of what's going on yeah but if you read the lore then you really start to figure out what's going on it is it's very interesting it has the first one so the first subnautica has a a fantastic story from beginning to end Mm. um the second one i haven't gotten below zero i haven't gotten super far into uh, and also, I don't even, I'm not even sure if the story is completed yet. Um, I'll get into like what happens at the opening of the second one because I think it's just as cool as the first one. Um, but yeah, it's it's great. Uh, he, I actually have, I wrote a, re- a review on Steam. You did? Uh, back in the day. One of those people? Yeah, and I actually really like what I said. So let me pull it up real quick. Uh, I can't figure out how to get to the store page. He's, he's clicking. I'm clicking. You can probably hear me clicking. Ah, so how's it going, everyone? <laughs> March now. It's so warm. It outside. is March. It's that's, so that's nice, weird, isn't it? Here's my review. All right, let me read this out for you. This was posted on February 9th, twenty nineteen. Oh, okay? you're a baby. So <laughs> I, was, I was a whole one year less old. One of the best survival games of all time. Certainly the best of twenty eighteen. The mystery of the world and the creepiness of the water makes the whole game feel tense from start to finish. Sound design is some of the best in a game that I've played in a long time. If you're afraid to play this game because of the fear of the ocean, first off, you're not alone. I am also terrified of the ocean, and I would still recommend playing it. It adds to the fear factor of the game. Sometimes I would literally spend minutes hyping myself up before I swam into a certain area because I was so freaked out about it. And I'm not ashamed to say that I swam through parts with my eyes closed because it was just so scary. Um, Ultimately, as the game went on, I became more familiar with the world and I sort of got over my fear. The world becomes the the world feels like a a giant friendly monster in the sense that if you stay out of its way, then it'll let you be. But if you start messing with it and start to piss it off, then that's where you run into trouble. And then I said, 10 out of 10, this game's beautiful, whatever. Okay. So a couple small things. One, piss is a bad word in yeah, Steam. Yeah, on, on Steam. You can't say that. it's it, it's uh It's got like little hearts there, so you can't read it. Okay, second, you're afraid of the ocean? I am terrified really? of the ocean. One of my biggest fears is is being dropped in the middle of the ocean at nighttime, mm-hmm. not knowing, with, with just nothing. Just like... With a, with a, like, I guess, I guess, I guess, I guess, a small cut in your finger? Yeah, with like a small cut in yeah. my finger so that the sharks can mm-hmm. smell my blood and uh, just dying. Just it, It's just the fact of not knowing what's beneath you is the scary part. I, I'm going to scare you, but there's a cup of water right in front of you. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, here, let me just drink those, this cup of water so it'll go away. He's conquering his fear. Okay. No, I'm cured. Thank you. Okay. I do not have a fear of the ocean. Okay. I'm not sure if people would be scared of this game. Have you heard heard of people being scared of this game? I I know people who are scared of this game because it's I think me. That's insane. I am ter- this game is legitimately scary and it's because of the sound design uh cuz you'll go into a new area 
it'll have different music sure um and you'll hear just like super loud noises like a big whale noise it'll be like oh no whales but it's not a whale okay it's not a whale Mm -hmm. that's the thing and you don't know what it is and in the first one um there's these things called leviathans and they're freaking massive and they got big old tongs and they'll literally grab you and like shake you around and, and just like eat you it's insane and it is they come out of nowhere too it's not like it's just it's it's like a horror game mm-hmm. in the sense of you will be looking one way at one point and then you'll turn around and then it'll just be there you know what i mean it's like it's very scary okay. so maybe and i'm not like people like people actually think that this is a scary game it's not just me because i'm scared of the ocean sure. it's like yeah, it's it. it's atmospheric in the sense that it's supposed to be that way okay maybe it was because i was playing with a friend right using the entire time but like for me personally i didn't feel like the world was like built in a way that made me think that it was like actually like like the ocean rather than being just like like a game because when I when I think about diving into Antarctica, I think about like like the textures and like uh, oh that fish is on is is on a loop and a cycle right. and like I'm just playing a game right now, so I'm not scared. Right. So you kind of have that uh, suspension of disbelief I guess when it comes so. to this game. And I will admit, um, it's the the first one is even though it's fully released, it's not. Um, a perfect game it's sure. not like the best looking game like uh, resident evil last week was one of the best looking games that's ever released and uh-huh. this one not, not so much like the textures are bad uh you know animations aren't that great uh sometimes your movement can be a little finicky yeah. but for the most part it works um yeah. and walking around like on land is not a super huge part of the game like swimming around is obviously the main part uh-huh. and that feels great and um yeah i don't know it's just it's not perfect but i think it works uh-huh. and so i really like it okay um that's that's for the first one all right uh-huh. and i wanted to kind of lay that out because when i talk about the second one it's it's almost exactly the same um there as far as like gameplay and mechanics so far I haven't run into anything super different. There are things that are different. Um, there's like different fish. It's colder. It is colder, uh, which actually does it, it does impact the gameplay because you can go above land, yeah. um, but you can't be out there for too long because you'll freeze to death, which doesn't make a whole lot of sense because you feel like the water would be just as cold, but I don't know. Because <laughs> you literally dive back into the water and then you like warm back up, but it's like... I don't know. Don't ask me. <laughs> don't ask me about that. It's just kind of weird. But um, let me let me read to you what I wrote down for uh, the story of Below Zero. Um, oh, and actually, before I move on to Below Zero, the story for the first one, uh, like I said, is super good. It gets very interesting. Um, there is an endpoint to the game, so you can actually finish the game. It's yeah. not like mm-hmm. uh, you just build a big old base and then you you build a bigger base and then you just build a bigger base. You know what I mean? It's, it's not like Minecraft where yeah. um, you can just go on forever. Like there is an end point if you want there to be an end point. Okay. Um, so let me read you the story for Below Zero. So you wake up to Sam Goodall telling you a meteor storm is approaching uh, and that they have started evacuations. So Sam is like, she, you don't see her. You just like see a little picture and she like pops up. She's like talking to you through your, I don't know, headset or whatever. Sure. Um, so uh, someone named Jevov says uh, he translated the wake up command, which you don't know what that is. And you run to get him uh, when you see two alien planes flying overhead and you're like, oh shoot, I don't know what that is all about. Uh-huh. Uh then when you finally get to where uh, Jeffoff is, or Jevov is, it's a really weird name. It's J-E-V-O-V. I've never heard of that before. Jevov. Jevov. Sounds Russian. And, but then they, later on, they call him Jeff. Like J-E-F-F. That's, that, 
That's nickname. it's like an, yeah, it's a nickname. Yeah, but like I don't I don't know if I should call him Jevov or I'm just gonna call him Jeff. Okay, all right, let's yeah, just call him. Jeff. Okay, let's just call him Jeff. It's okay, all right. So when you find Jeff's GPS tracker, he's not there. Uh, he's gone, and you see a whole bunch of alien tech. Uh, and all this alien tech is okay. Minor spoilers. It's from the first game. Um, so you don't, at the beginning of the first Subnautica, you don't find, you don't see a whole lot of this alien tech. Mm. You kind of like see bits and pieces. And then later on, it becomes more of like a prevalent thing. Um, so you see some of this alien tech from the first game, uh, in front of you. And then a voice says, Jeff woke me up and now Jeff is gone. And you're like, who are you? Uh, so you, again, a, another mystery. It is GLaDOS. That's spoilers. Sorry. <laughs> Uh, you try to run back to your base to get in the ship, the evacuation ship, before it takes off. Uh, um, but it takes off before you get there. Uh, and you don't know who is piloting the thing. Uh, so you're like, hey, who's in that ship and why did it just take <laughs> off? Um, uh, you continue to run back to the base because you figure that that's your best um, uh, place of shelter. Uh, but before you get there, it becomes covered in an, in an avalanche of snow. Uh, and the... I. It, so you run up and then there's some like ice you're over kind of like a little little pond area sure when you see the avalanche coming over uh the avalanche knocks over a big like pillar and the pillar falls onto the ice that you're standing on breaks it from underneath you and so now you're in the water so you have to swim through this cave system um to get into open water and then when you get into open water uh sam goodall sends you a life pod just kind of like from the first game and uh, then you just start your adventure from there. And it's, mm. again, almost exactly like the first game. You take a step out of your life pod and you're in the water and you go and you collect fish to get food. You explore um, to find different things and you, you, you collect resources and you mm. craft them together to make better items for yourself to help your survival, uh, to help you go further, to help you explore more and kind of uncover what was going on so from what i've played of of below zero there's more is, is have you played below zero too a little bit of it oh interesting i yeah. didn't know that you played i think i remember playing that intersex part and like they're being like like, like, like a technology wall right you, get past whatever yeah yeah so when you draw that alien tech sure uh, yeah. it's like a it's like a doorway and you yeah. try to walk through the doorway to find jeff and right. then it closes in front of you and then that's right. when you hear the voice so so is there more land in, in Blizzard? Um, from what I've seen so far, not really. Not mm -hmm. in the same sense. Yeah. Um, so in the first game, you kind of explore and then you find some you find some land. Um, again, sorry, minor spoilers. Uh, but in this game, you can go uh, onto like the, the, the top of the water and then there'll be like icebergs there. Mm. So you can climb onto the icebergs. But it's not like anything major. Like for the most part, there's nothing on them. You can just like walk so, on them. So, but like it is like it's like endless ocean. Um, but not so much. No, no, it's not. So there is like land, uh -huh. um, mass like where your base was. It wasn't sure, in the yeah. water. It was on land. Uh -huh. Um, but you can't get onto that land again, as far as I can tell so far. Um, I'm assuming later on. You can go back to your base because hmm. um, you can like see things on land. Like there's mountains. Um, you can see land. There's land everywhere. So how is it? You just can't get onto it. So how are you underwater then? So? Because it, there's just it's just icebergs and like the land is like so far above uh, the water that you can't just like jump onto the land. Okay. okay. Um, like obviously, if this was like realistic, you would just like build a ladder yeah, <laughs> and then yeah, like I mean, climb your way out. But should we call it above, above land, land because, above uh, sea level, <laughs> Subnautica above sea level. <laughs> uh, but yeah, this game uh, again is, is basically the same thing. The whole, um, the whole gameplay cycle is uh, just collecting stuff, crafting new materials so that you can go farther to collect more stuff to build a bigger base. That's like the whole cycle of it while also uncovering the mystery of what happened, um, kind of like the alien tech and everything like that. And it's it's super satisfying. It's super fun. Um, Below Zero is extremely glitchy. It's crashed on me a few times. Mm. So I find myself saving every two minutes 
which is fine. I mean, it, ta- it only takes a second, but yeah. I mean, um, that's just kind of what you get when it's in early access. It also doesn't run super well. Like there's pop-ins, um, that sort of stuff. But again, er- sorry, early access. Um, yeah, overall, huh. I really enjoy this game. I'm going to continue to keep playing this game because I want to see what happens with the story because mm-hmm. I was super invested in the first one. I'm super invested into this one. Um, I haven't gotten super far into it, but yeah, I would 100% recommend if you're into survival games, um, play either the first Subnautica if you can. If you're on console, you can play the first one. Uh-huh. Um, and then after you play the first one, play the second one. Um, support the developers because obviously they need that money to continue to develop uh, mm. the second game and uh, hopefully more games after that. Subnautica. So, the third uh wait wait what was tropical sonic there you go what was um ice age the third one called new horizons i don't know what new horizons that's animal (laughs) subnautica new New horizons you just move to a deserted island and start a new life you you know with a bunch of animals (laughs) meltdown yeah subnautica the meltdown that's good that makes sense too that That makes no it makes sense because there's a bunch Global of ice, warming, bunch of ice, ice caps. It melts at the end of this, at the end of the second one. All right, listen, Subnautica developers, hey, hire me. Why are you spoiling this? shit? <laughs> <laughs> like, you find land spoilers after you say a spoiler. You're like spoiler. Never mind. Spoilers. Yeah, it wasn't actually a spoiler, Seth. You're not supposed to give sure. away my secret. Okay. <sighs> ten out of ten. Play Subnautica. Play the second one. Okay. Would you That's really give a ten out of ten? Um, not, um, okay. Not really a 10 (laughs) out of 10, only because of the graphical glitches and the, the movement glitches and all that kind of stuff. It's not, it's not a 10 out of 10 worthy game. Like even, even breath of the wild, it doesn't look fantastic just because of the hardware. I don't know about that. It doesn't, I'm standing by that. No, I don't think if that, if that game was on PC, it does have an art style, but the, it doesn't run super well. And great. it doesn't run that. That is factually incorrect. Cause when you get to, cause when you get to, it is fine. I'm not saying it's not, <laughs> it's not good, but it doesn't run well. If it was on PC, it was made for PC. It would look and run so much better. Okay. But that's not where I'm going with this. <laughs> All, I, that's okay, a, that's okay. a whole nother conversation. Sure, yeah. What I'm saying is that that sort of stuff brings it down. Like the glitches and everything like that brings it down. Um, it doesn't again it doesn't look great but the gameplay and everything like that is my favorite of any survival game um and so that's why i 100% fully recommend this game uh, okay? Yeah. okay great interesting any other okay. questions for me mm. no i have a question for you sure hit me what game have you been playing this week this week <laughs> it's a game Boy. i'm get, i bet no Ow. one has heard of it's amazing. Maybe. I don't know. We I looked mean, it up and a whole bunch of people gave this game 10 out of 10. So. <laughs> okay. It's called a short hike. A short hike. A short hike. Yes. So explain. A short hike is on the website. The tag is a little exploration game about hiking up a mountain. Interesting. Yes. It's, 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 it's created by Adam Robinson Yu. With music by uh, Mark Spurgling. It's very, very indie. It's very, very much like you can see how one guy made that. Uh, it was released last year and in July. Um, what platform was it on PC? It's, or it's just... on, only PC. Okay, for now. So here's this, here's the thing. Here's the game. So you're a little bird thing. I thought she was a penguin. Apparently, you're a bird. I'm so <laughs> salty about it. Uh, um, when I sorry, side note. When I looked it up, yeah, kind of looked like uh, Roald from Animal Crossing. You know that the yeah. one. Yeah, I'll get like there. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Kind of is Animal Crossing. Okay. <laughs> so it's kind of like Animal Crossing mixed with a bit of Celeste, and also just it's it, it, it's its own thing, kind of. So the, the plot of the game is that you're you're a bird named Claire who needs to get cell phone reception and you don't get it in this part of the island. You can only get reception on the very top, which is at the top of the mountain. So the goal of the game is just climb top of the mountain, kind of like Celeste. And it has similar ways of, of how like the climb is like a metaphor of like the problems in you know Claire's life or whatever. It isn't, Claire isn't depressed the way that the Celeste character is. She's more just like um, shy and that, and, 
she comes to like as you go up the, go up the mountain you like do more things and she becomes more happy and it's, it's good right so um so yeah that's the entirety of the game it's just you have to get to the top of the mountain and that's it um so what is the gameplay loop for yeah. this is so, it like levels or no no levels it's okay. just one open world and you as a bird you can fly and you can glide and so um you, you you get these items, which I think are kind of like moons in Mario Odyssey, okay. except they're better designed. Because I hate Mario Odyssey. Right, yeah, that's a hot take. So what happens? For another episode. <laughs> so when you have a golden feather, you can like do a double jump. Okay. When you have more, you can double jump again, again, that's like again, an item. again. Yeah, you get it, and you have it forever. And, yeah, forever. Oh, okay, gotcha. And you see the bottom. How many you have? The more you have, the more double jumps you have, and also the more you have. The, the longer, the longer you, you can climb when you climb up things. Okay. And so when you have, you, you get your first golden feather, you can then access more parts of the island because some parts of the island you can't get to because you can't jump high enough to get there to glide there or you can't climb that way. You, you run out of stamina. Right. So the feathers, they are really kind of great in my opinion in terms of building the gameplay because the game involves as you go have the mountain you, you need more feathers you have to go and find them or you, you can buy them you, you you get them as rewards for quests and so there's a lot of um like moons in that in that, in that sense but they're also better because they're just they expand the gameplay for you right and it's like it's kind of like stamina like you unlock more stamina yeah uh in other games as yeah. you progress and then finally you can go on to different areas of the game yeah so it's it's great in this game because you can like literally just like fly higher and you can just like you can like just get to so many new, new places but also um what happened was with the golden feathers when you get more of them you, you you do feel like more powerful and it does get a lot easier to navigate the island because you have more abilities you, you can jump higher so i found myself just kind of just slamming the jump button all the time mm. because th- there was no penalty because they recharge when you touch the ground again so right, you just right. like flap the button glide and you get there so there really won't be any challenge but but the last level does um negate that ability so you only you only get mm. them back when you when you're like warm items like, like a fire or like a hot spring so there is a challenge there and so the game keeps evolving mm-hmm. so the gameplay as a whole is just great I think it's a really well-made system, and that really, um, it's a built well. I don't know; it's satisfying because okay. you just go in, it's just fun to move around. Um, so, how long is this game? It's a short. It's a short game. It's <laughs> short hike. Uh, I think it's about like two to three hours. Okay, yeah, you, that's you, not de- bad. you can definitely go longer because there are like things that I didn't even do, and I think things I didn't even like. You could like do like side quests, and then you can come out to find characters in, in different places. You just find them places again oh i can't talk so this leads into the um animal crossing elements right i was about to ask yeah. how does this tie into animal crossing so it's just that everyone is a really cute animal right that's the main thing yeah and also in, in that it's just super adorable and nice to talk to people because mm-hmm. they um they're very um funny and honestly the collisions there's very um they're very real Mm-hmm. like they get to like kind of deep topics about like man what's my purpose and like right. man what am i doing here and yeah, it's, yeah. it's very like it's it's refreshing and it's just lovely to go on people like oh look at that guy i haven't talked to him yet what's he like you talk to him and they're like hey how's it going and it's fun like you just talk to people mm-hmm. it's nice and, and they give you a little quest some of them do so that's how i see it it's kind of animal crossing because right. this one guy was like hey get me like 15 seashells and i got it and he was like did you Here's want anything? <laughs> Did you want anything from this? And mm. I was like, yeah. And it was, he he, I, I I did get a feather some through through that, but it wasn't like through him. It was it, 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 oh, okay. <laughs> so yeah, there, there are rewards for that doing stuff. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the villagers. It's very it's very much Animal Crossing. The problem I have with the villagers is that no one has any names. I don't think like like oh, okay. name bubbles. Yeah, and the art style is very is very pixelated and far away mm-hmm. so you don't really like know who anyone is oh or, like so you just have to remember like where they are yeah and you don't really remember them very well because they're pixelated and it's like yeah who are you again oh you're the person yeah, yeah, yeah that, sure. that guy yeah <laughs> so that could be kind of annoying so what, what i saw from it it's is it like kind of 3d pixel or 
Is it like 2D? It's 3D all the way through. Is it, but it's like top think, down, I, right? No. It's yeah, you have a 3D camera. Oh, there's around. a camera that moves. Okay. Well, no, you, you can't control it that much. It's more it, it moves on its own. You can kind of influence it a bit. A bit okay. Really. Okay. But yeah, is there's it's definitely a 3D models. Mm-hmm. I think everything just has either been run through like a big like a pixelation like filter mm-hmm. when you see it, or the wrong model pixely. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah. Maybe like, I don't know how it works, but like sometimes, um, especially in like older games, it's just like a 2D um, like sprite, I guess. And then yeah. just like as you turn it around, it like changes a yeah. little bit. Yeah, it's not that. Okay. Yeah, they're definitely all 3D models. Right, okay. Um, so would you say, so this, this type of game kind of has, like Celeste, mm-hmm. um, a more... Um, what's the word that I'm thinking of? Like in-depth story or like, mm-hmm. like touching story. Would you say that it has that? Yes. Yeah. So do you like those types of games? Is that like what, <laughs> is that what you're looking for in a game? So, I mean, I definitely resonated with my character because mm-hmm. like, I have anxiety. I go to therapy, mm-hmm. but like she really isn't that depressed at all. She's yeah. just more like a shy person her going out and doing things like her solution i guess it's just her experiencing life basically which is different from celeste and i think that celeste has more of a um structure to it and things like this happened and then this happened and then this happened there's a plot to it right this game doesn't really have a like a plot like it's just that. like you kind you of just opening get up to the as you top progress. of the mountain you have a conversation and then like this is that that's kind of like okay the payoff of the story right I compared to Celeste because it's like a mountain thing. And yeah, it just kind of it. reminds you of it. But like, really, it isn't that similar in terms of the gameplay and well, terms of, course of the not. challenge. Yeah, in terms yeah, of yeah. Anything else. But just having... kind of like the general vibe of it kind of reminds you. Yeah. Okay. Definitely. But I will say that this game does a better job with you reaching the top. Mm. Like Celeste has a kind of underwhelming thing near the top. It's yeah. just like, oop, we're there, and then it ends. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of. I don't even remember how Celeste ends. I remember there being like a super hard challenge, like right at the top. Yeah, it's where you're like jumping straight up, right, and you have to like collect. Yeah, and there's like yeah, have, really have, good you have, timing. You have two dashes. And you do yeah, and you have things. to have like really good timing. Yeah. Yeah, so I, th- I do remember that actually. <laughs> yeah, that sucks. So this game but was- that was just gameplay wise. That wasn't even like story. That- yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember how the story ends in that one. So I think I made this clear. This game is not hard on any level. Yeah, of course. It is yeah. a, it's it, it's a hike. So like mm-hmm. you can just like play around with it, just mess around. You do. It is there, there's, there's kind of a puzzle element in terms mm-hmm. of like the last level, trying how to like get get to the top. Mm-hmm. Once you kind of the solution, it isn't challenging as a gameplay. Okay, exactly. and one more question, just so that I can kind of fully understand. Yeah. What you're doing in hit the me. game? Hit me. Is it platforming? Or is it like, because you say That's you question because yeah. you get feathers, yeah, and then oh now you have double jumps and triple jumps and whatever you can go farther and you mm-hmm. can glide or whatever. So what are you trying to? Are you doing puzzles to unlock more feathers so that you can platform more, or is it? So I say puzzle. It's kind of like the puzzling element only happens when you try to get somewhere. Basically, the puzzle okay. is how do I get there? How do I get to the next section of the game? Not. More just like how do I yeah how, it's it's more how do I proceed less how do I get to the next section okay but in terms of platforming the plot the 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 challenge is is just the environment so it's it's just the platforms are just this kind of treacherous hiking area mm. it's like there's there's a steep hill there oh there's a rock there oh there's a little mountain across the way I can fly there and then bounce up and then go back to the other mountain to proceed so there is platforming. And it is, um, I would compare it more to like Mario Odyssey platforming, I guess you'd say. Okay. Like there isn't that like a structured level, like, like in Galaxy. It's really yeah, like it's open just like world, kind of just like go wherever. And yeah, there's, there's obstacles, like geological kind of stuff. Right. Um, but I will say that, that the entire map does build upwards. So the higher you get, uh, it becomes you, you. You can fall down basically down the mountain. Oh, and then you have to climb. Is it harder to climb back up? Or not harder, but like, is it just as challenging to climb back up if you fall well, super far? If, if you fall, I think it's 
it's fun because you, you follow like a new place to the island. You haven't gone there yet. And oh. the, the, you can like, there are other ways to get back up. Oh, okay. So it's like, you can just mess around like, Oh, what's over here. It's because it's, it's exploring the island. is basically right. Yeah. The main crux of it. But I will say that it is annoying when you fall down sometimes and you don't mean to, and then you have to go all the way back up. Yeah. And it's like kind of bad, but, but, but you do get the ability to later on to make shortcuts at the end of the game okay so if you default you can then build shortcuts to add its own little fun challenge right. there yeah yeah but yeah that that's one of the negatives i had written down <laughs> yeah so go through i mean i've already, I've already talked about them i oh, think because okay. it's just you, you hate falling yeah because it's because and there's no map so you kind of oh, have no so idea you have to just like remember how to yeah i have okay. a general just the island mm-hmm. so that's kind of annoying because like I have no idea kind of where I am. I had to kind of fly around trying to see what's happening. Mm-hmm. And the, the other negative was the, I have no idea the, the names of anyone. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and I think it makes it a bit harder to, I don't know, get to know them or to like them that much. Cause also on a certain level, everyone has the same kind of sense of humor. Mm-hmm. Cause all like, I think it's all written by the same guy. So it's Ooh, all yeah, like, right. It's all, I mean, it's all cute. It's all very tongue-in-cheek, but, like, I think... It, if you don't it, like that, then you're not going to like yeah, any of it. Yeah, and most everyone kind of talks the same. and has the same kind yeah. of, like, vibe to them. Mm-hmm. So, but, I mean, the game is funny. Like, I, like, laughed out loud once because I was yeah. just like, ah, that, that, that was a good joke. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's very sweet. There's very sweet moments. People you encounter have, like, stories. There's artists who, like, can't art. He's feeling pressured. And yeah, lots of good small little nuggets uh-huh. that go on the theme of like I don't know, just living and just things being hard, and you having to climb a mountain or like having to live life to appreciate things, and then you know to you know call people that are important to you mm-hmm. in the game. Right. So, okay. Yeah. Cool. So, what's your rating? I really, really liked it. And is it ten out of ten? Just like what Google says. Yes. Okay. I think that. I respect that. I think that what the game is going for it exceeds immensely. I don't think a game has to be perfect to be a ten. Yeah. I think the game has to excel in in building off what it is and going from there. Because, like, I think in any, any other game, like the feather thing wouldn't work out. You like continuously right. getting more powerful and the game being more easier wouldn't work out in like a challenge based game. It'd be like Kirby at the end, which is jump jump over everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In this game, it isn't about the challenge. The feathers the feathers just make it more fun to move around. Mm-hmm. It's just but you having a good time on an island. And it is that. And it does have a good good ending, a good story. I almost teared up at the end uh, with the phone call. Almost. <laughs> it touches on really um I think feelings of like I guess t- teenagers wouldn't wouldn't like be able to express or? no just they haven't encountered yet it's more of more of like oh. as you get older things happen and then yeah, oh yeah it's kind of about that but like it isn't i feel like i'm hyping it up it isn't that like it isn't like it's super, super deep yeah it, it isn't, isn't super impactful it isn't but like, like yeah it's, it's small like kind of really cute thing like, yeah happens there yeah, yeah yeah and the music kicks in the music has hints <laughs> of mario galaxy in it ah. partially because i think, think one of the main leitmotifs like lily like Sounds so similar to the observatory theme from Mario Galaxy. Okay. So I have no just, idea what that is. I've never played really? the game, but yeah. What? I mean, maybe I'd recognize it uh, if I heard it, but. Never mind. But yeah, yeah <laughs> the, sure the music is amazing. It's this one on Spotify. I, I listened to a bit of it today because it was really good. Really? Sweet. Awesome. Yeah. You know what? I listen to Stardew Valley's music all the time. Sometimes yeah. I'll, I'll just listen to it at work because yeah, yeah. I freaking love indie music. <laughs> Well, indie game music. (laughs) (laughs) Indie rock. Not indie music, just in general, but yeah. Yeah. So cool. That game sounds super interesting. I think it's eight bucks on Steam. Eight bucks, yeah. Yeah. If you're looking for a a cute little time, a good little (laughs) stress relief, you know, like going down. Yeah, yeah. It's an uplifting game. It's just really cute and happy. Yeah, I like the idea of games that are shorter Mm -hmm. and that you can just play in like one sitting. Yeah, you definitely could in this game. Um which brings me to what if you're finished okay one more thing i definitely probably wouldn't recommend you rushing through the game well of course because the yeah, game yeah. is definitely best if you like live through it and like, yeah. talk to everyone try and do everything you can on the island mm-hmm. so yeah okay uh yeah that's when i said like 
you can sit and play it in one sitting mm. of course like you know get your full experience out of yeah it. that's sure, what i yeah, mean definitely but like not this this, this, <laughs> this brings me into what i was gonna say for yeah. next week i'm gonna mm. be playing inside really which you've seen you watch a playthrough of it. opinions about that you have you have opinions <laughs> i not positive <laughs> i have never seen it Oh, I mean, I've seen, you know, trailers, whatever. I've never seen, like, the full gameplay. Have, have you, like, played it before? I've never played it before. Interesting. I got it for free on Epic Game Store because, wow. listen, a lot of people, and brings you back to PC, mm-hmm. a lot of people like to hate on the Epic Game Store. Yeah. Because, they're okay, evil, right? That's so, right here. They're, <laughs> they're evil because they're challenging Steam. Aren't which they is, better with, with getting money to, to developers? Yeah, they give a better cut. Yeah. But all... Which is good. Don't mm-hmm. get me wrong. Uh, if I was a developer, obviously I'd want a better cut. Sure. Um, but Steam, you know, you can you can. Steam makes it easy to get your game out there. Um, it has like achievements and um, a good review system, and you can refund your games if you don't like it after. Uh. So like Steam has things that are just straight up better that than Epic, Epic Game Store. Man. Um, that Epic doesn't have, but again, Epic has only been out for like a year now, maybe. So it, does, it hasn't had the time to, you know, fully develop like Steam has been out for you sure. know a decade now. Yeah. Um. So, okay, this is this is completely opposite of what I was going. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, people have very strong opinions. I don't mind the Epic Game Store. They give they give you free games every week, uh-huh. like just for having it. Epic Game Store install. You just go in there, you add it to your. You Damn. add it to your library and it's yours forever. So I have like 20 games that I've just never played. I don't even know if I want to play any of them, <laughs> but they're, they're they're big games too. They're not mm. like they're not like small indie games all the time. Sure. Um, sometimes it's like the Batman Arkham games they gave us for free, like Abzu. Uh, I really want to play that. Um, that was free. Um, just like random freaking games like that. Um, they just give it to you for free. So if you if you like Epic Game Store, I would recommend downloading it. But <laughs> They there was a controversy where they like use your unused system um, resources to mine cryptocurrency, <laughs> so which is super sketchy, obviously. Um, so I I just want to like clarify that that's another reason why people don't like it. Um, I don't, I'm not sure if that was confirmed or not, but I still have it installed because I don't care. Um, and also they've got caught for it now so they probably don't do it anymore again sure i don't care so whatever i just wanted to throw that out there um yeah i have insight on <laughs> on have a game store yeah. hey that's where i was going with that um yeah sorry that's yeah. what I'm, that's what i'm playing next week i just want to throw that out there <laughs> uh because uh, i'm gonna be able to sit down on probably you know tuesday night Maybe sure, freaking yeah. probably Saturday or Sunday morning, <laughs> <laughs> Sunday morning before you start. And I'll just play through the entirety of inside. And I'm super excited because nice. it's just like three hours long. Apparently it's, 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 yeah. it's about three hours. So it's not super long. Shouldn't take do me. Do you know out. what it's about? No. And do I don't want to, I don't know. And I don't want to, well, I know it's do you like, know that you'll like, like it. What? No, I don't know if I like it. That's that's the yeah. that's the point of this, though. I mean, I'm supposed I'm going through my backlog of all these games that I have. I don't know if I'm gonna like all these games. Okay, okay. So far, I've chosen games that I like yeah, because yeah. because these are hey, these I mean, are the games that I know about. These are games that I want to play. Yeah, I wouldn't ever buy a game for no that I wouldn't like it. Well, I didn't buy this game. I exactly. got it for free. Right. Like, yeah, because I, I don't do I don't have the free epic or yeah. epic things. Mm-hmm. So I always have games that I know that I'm gonna like. Yeah. So interesting that. We might have a bad game next week. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, we'll see. Um, hmm. There was another thing that I was going to say, but oh, right. As you were talking about a short hike, sure. I remembered that I have notes, um, random thoughts about Subnautica okay, and Below Zero that I never got to. Okay. So uh, that I just completely forgot about. So let me let me talk about a few of these things just real quick uh, here at the end of the episode. Um, so here. Uh, after the whole story, I, I wrote down like what happens at the beginning of below zero. So like you, you find your life pod or you get your life yep. pod from mm-hmm. Sam, whatever, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, in your life pod, you have a fabricator, which if you think about it, like a crafting bench, it's like on the wall, but you put all your resources into it. And then it's it just like, 
it, there's some lasers and then it just like builds up your right. it's kind of like a 3d printer for like it cooks your food I'm and aware, everything right, in there too yeah. i know you know but I'm trying to <laughs> yeah um so think about it like a crafting bench that's the fabricator and then you have a storage locker um these are like super basic things and then eventually you get a, a base builder tool mm-hmm. um and then you can like build a room and fish tanks and a bunch of you like build a base kind of like, uh, I don't know, Minecraft or something like it's all set. It's all preset stuff. Um, but you can design it however you want to like make this big base and make hallways and all this kind of stuff. And you have to like power it with, uh, you have to get power for it mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. you have to get oxygen for it too. Mm-hmm. So like you can build a base, but there might not be oxygen in it until you find a way to do that. And I, don't know how to do that. I can't remember how to do that from the first game. Um, another thing that I noticed was you get all these tools faster. So I've put in just a few hours into Below Zero. Mm-hmm. But from what I remember from the first game is you it takes a, a lot longer yeah. to get like the base builder stuff and to like build um, the sea glide and everything. But I already have I have the base builder. I can start building a base right now is if I wanted to. Maybe because it's like on early access. Maybe it, see, yeah. The version of, the game? of course, yeah. Maybe later on, but I just like found the tool. Is what I'm saying. Like yeah. I was just swimming around and I found the tool just sitting there. I'm like, okay, I'll just take it, I guess. Yeah. Um, and so I also think that maybe they did that because if you're coming off of the first game, yeah, then it's like, hey, we'll get you your whole tool set back. Um, just so that you don't have to wait and like, ah, oh, I have to grind to get my base builder back again for the second game, whatever. So maybe they did it because of that. Okay. And also maybe it's just a placebo. Maybe you get it just as fast in the first game. I don't yeah. remember. I don't think you do though. Okay. Interesting thought. Is Subnautica Below Zero a good sequel, do you think? Yeah. Is it just more Subnautica? It's or, just or it's more it, Subnautica. Does it build off of anything? Is it better in any way? It is, is it... so far, I wouldn't say it's better in any way. So it's just um, hmm. be it's just more Subnautica. Interesting. And I think it is a good sequel for this type of game mm-hmm. because uh, just, and here I have more thoughts. It does, it does do some things better. Let me, let sure. me, clarify. Okay. it has quality of life improvements. Wow. So you can pin recipes, um, crafting recipes to your, like your HUD. So mm-hmm. while you're swimming around, it'll show you, Hey, if you want to build a, a survival knife, you have to get titanium and you have to get, whatever i don't i don't know the recipe but like in the first game you have to open up your pda and like find the recipe and then see oh that's right that's why you close it and you swim around for a little while and you're like frick what was it again you you have to open it back up on this one it's just pinned onto your screen at all times until you unpin it and it'll tell you how many you have in your inventory and how many you need to uh to make it so it's like it that it's super it's super convenient yeah um that is honestly a game changer i have that written down just like that's a game changer it makes it so much easier yes so much easier Mm. so stuff like that it has that sort of stuff when you're uh like in in the in the inventory screen when you're moving things around in the first game uh again i haven't played it in a while so maybe they updated it since um they have this in the second game maybe they added it to the first one but when you're moving stuff around um it'll like jump and like kind of uh it has like a little magnet not magnet but like it has like bubbles sorry i'm trying to explain it has it has bubbles uh for your whole inventory mm. and you can move like your inventory around and whatever and it'll like you know hop onto one area okay, and then sure. like another mm. you know what i'm talking about yeah, kind of maybe okay it'll like auto lock onto which one you want. In the first one, you kind of like hover over it and it doesn't lock onto anything. So you kinda, oh, so you don't know what, you don't that's know. That's so much of a small thing. It is a small thing, but it's, really? a, it's a big thing. It, it's a small thing, but it <laughs> it's big. Because okay. you don't know where you, you, sometimes you just don't know if it's actually going to move yeah, there or whatever. Yeah. It's just like little UI improvements mm-hmm. like this are I get the, the Italian thing. Yeah. Mwah, mm-hmm. mwah. Oh, mamma mia. Okay. Uh, random, um, more random thoughts. Okay. Uh, or change. There's some changes. So there's new fish. There's a sea monkey. He'll like run up to you and he'll go, whatever. And then he'll like take your equipment and start swimming away. And this, that was not in the first game. Uh, and, and, 
and so you have to like swim after it to like get your equipment back Mm -hmm. and um this could be a detriment because there's also another fish that will come up to you and hit you and freeze you in place for a good 10 to 15 seconds and so if you're really far underwater uh, and your oxygen oxygen is running out yeah. and you have to get up to the surface. If you're frozen for 15 seconds, that's a long time. Uh-huh. Um, and then this also goes hand in hand with the, with the monkey. If you get frozen and then the monkey takes your item, then you're probably not going to get it back uh, because you just can't catch up to it that fast. Um, uh, I talked about the icebergs earlier, uh-huh. uh, how they're above you. So th- this game feels you can't just like swim straight up at all times. You you'll be under an iceberg sometimes. So you have to swim <laughs> to a, a to a place where there's not an iceberg so that you can get some air, like a little gap. Yeah. Um. So it's like a cave system kind of. Mm. There are cave systems in the first game, but you know when you're in a cave system because you you swim into it. Mm. Uh. And this one, sometimes you'll just be swimming for a while and you're like, oh shoot, I need oxygen. You look up, there's a big iceberg, <laughs> and you're like, oh shoot, I need to you know get back to an area where I can go up and swim up and get air so that's another fundamental change um i'm not sure if i like it it's just different it's not Mm -hmm. bad it's not good it's just different um more random thoughts um it's scarier than resident evil 2 i get more scared from that yeah see this is this is the bombshell that i I was thinking (laughs) that's it's 100 my fear of the ocean um but it is scary and it the ambiance and everything from this game is meant to be scary and it just it me being legitimately scared of the ocean just right. adds to that. So I think I was more scared from this game than I was from Resident Evil 2 from last week. Okay? And I think another thing that goes along with that is the exploration thing. So in games and in movies, when I've when they're supposed to be scary, yeah. the reason why they're scary is because you don't know. It's, it's the fear of the unknown, really. Yeah. Um, and when they finally show you the monster, then I mean, you're not scared of the monster anymore. For sure. me, yeah, um, yeah. That that happened with Amnesia, the second Amnesia, the uh, a machine for pigs. Mm-hmm. You finally see the monster for the first time, and you're like, "Oh, it's just a big ass pig just like walking around." And you're like, "Oh, okay." So it's kind of scary, and like, uh, it, you hear him walking behind you, whatever. You hear him winking. And then, uh, <laughs> but then he's not that scary anymore. By the end of the game, you're not scared of him because you know what it is. Uh-huh. Um, but, and that's how it is in Resident Evil. Like you, zombies aren't scary because you know what it is. The liquors aren't scary anymore because you can just walk past them. Mr. X is just freaking annoying. <laughs> um, and so it's not scary. And this game, you the whole point is to explore. You look down and you can't see anything underneath you. You have to swim into it okay, to be able to see things. You know the ambiance, there's a fish there. A big ass fish, though. A big. So one. once you see the big fish, it won't be scary. But, mm, Checkmate. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, but it, there's just so much to explore. Question: What is Subnautica's rating? Teen. It might be E. I think it's E. Damn. Honestly, it's an E. Rated horror close. game. Oof. It's so scary. I'm not sure it is. It's so <laughs> scary. It's E. Ten plus. I'm doubting you right it's now. It's <laughs> so. It's it's supposed to. I be. think it's your own Look personal fears. Look at this. It's a it's a big worm. Okay, but it's, it's a huge. But it's worm. so brightly lit, and it's. And then, and yeah, but if you don't know that that's happening, also here's the crash. You see this? Yeah. Ice breaks. Sorry, none of the, our listeners can see this right it's, now. It's but nuts. Just look it up. It's okay. fantastic. Okay. Okay. <sighs> all right. Let's let's just move on. All right. Okay. Let's move on from that. It is scarier than Resident Evil Two. You can't change my mind. Um, uh, I talked about the scanner already. I talked about how it doesn't run super well. Um, oh, here's another change that I don't really like. Uh-huh. So in the first game, you can build more oxygen tanks, um, and just have them in your inventory, and it will automatically like. So I think it gives you 30 seconds of oxygen each for each tank. So you have to have one equipped. And then if you in the first game, if you have more in, in your inventory, then it'll just be like, oh, plus 30 seconds, plus 30 seconds, plus 30 seconds for sure. however many you have. Uh, in this game, you'll have one equipped. And then if you have one in your inventory, it doesn't automatically just take oxygen from that one. Mm. You have to manually equip it again for it to... Um, be used and i think that's not how it was in the first one i could be wrong Uh, i have it down here like it 
Maybe that's how it was in the first one, but I'm pretty sure that it would just automatically take from the second tank in the first game. But in this one, you have to manually switch it over, which I don't like that. I don't like that at all. It's like, that's just another thing that you have to do. And if you're, if you're trying to swim, uh, really far under underwater and whatever, it's just inconvenient to have to switch that every 30 seconds, by the way, because each tank only holds 30 seconds worth of oxygen. So yeah. That's my last thought. That's the only other thing that I have written down. Okay. So, sorry, we went back into a whole <laughs> section right there, but that's that, fine. I needed to uh, talk about those things as well. I'll come back into a small hike section here. Okay. One small thing. You can play the whole game with one hand. Really? That's what I did. Oh, I was going to ask you um, what is on keyboard and well, is that what you use, or did the, you use a- the and the initial controls are like a bit weird because I changed them. Okay. So I just had WASD for moving. Mm-hmm. You hold space to like jump and fly. Mm-hmm. And then you just have like Q for like menu and like E to use items in the field. And that's it. Right. That's all you need. So it's super simple. Yeah. Okay. That's it. Yeah, that's good. But you can play it with a controller if you. I have no idea. Up. I have no idea. Okay. I didn't even try. I would assume you probably would be able to but maybe I not honestly, i think steam it. has a thing where like you can just set like space bar x button yeah whatever maybe i don't know but yeah cool yeah all right guys thank you for listening yeah, to this yeah, episode yeah. of the backlog podcast just seth do you have anything else to say next week i'll probably do after party after party yes okay i think i know what that is oxen free right yeah okay hey we'll look forward yeah. to that <laughs> we'll see you next week Bye.